not. That's that's hashtag <laughs> hashtag not my Bailey. All right. Oh my god. Hey yo 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 yo. What's good, fan bros? Slam bros. Show me the Bowman one too well. We're bringing you the 27th, 31st edition of the Slam Bros podcast. With me as always, the homie Illa YC. Illa, what's good? What's cracking, Slam Bros? I hope you had a great Memorial weekend. We're getting ready to give it to you live and direct as always. So, you know, come take this ride with us. But before we get started, I want to make sure, you know, we want to hear back from you guys. So definitely drop some comments on the, the uh, SoundCloud, you know, tweet at the at Slam Bros Pod, holler at Bowman12L or at IllaYC. We love to engage with you people, you know, and talk a little shit. So talk some shit. Yeah, it. you know, talk some shit. Let us know why Breezango is the realest tag team right now. Let us know about your love of the Trap House Usos. You know, let us know what you're liking, what you're not liking. And then also, you know, just, yo, just hit us up on Instagrams, man. You know, you see, y'all, did y'all see Illa this weekend? Y'all see Illa next to the God MC Rock Kim making him look like small? Look at this. Look at this. Go, go peep it out. <laughs> <laughs> at YC the Champ on Instagram. Humbling the God. <laughs> but yo, man, let's put on our boots and grab these shovels. Dig into the dirt. The next big Ring of Honor Ring of Honor event happening is Ring of Honor Best in the World. Um, upcoming pay per view. The card full card's not out yet, but they already added some interesting matches on there. Um, notably, we got like Matt Tarvin and Vinny Marcella versus uh, CML Mexican uh, promotion Altiribre and Ultimo Guerrero. Um, in a tag match, but uh, what I'm interested in is the main event of the show currently is the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels facing none other than Cody Rhodes for the Ring of Honor uh, World Heavyweight Championship. So that's gonna be, uh, I think that's gonna be a dope match. I mean, like, yeah, Christopher Daniels is pretty. I mean, he's older, but he can still go. Like, if you haven't seen him, like, he can still go. And then like Cody's doing like the best work of his career right now. So, uh, I think that's going to be dope. That's something to look forward to. Uh, have you seen any of Coda's uh, work? No, outside I haven't of the seen it at all. <sighs> nah. I've only seen his work on Arrow. Okay. All right. He's, he, yo, he's going to be back on Arrow. Um, he's coming back. I think next season, you know, because him and Mel, they're, they're good buddies. So, they're always doing stuff. And so, uh, he's going to get that, that acting check, man. He's going to get those, uh, those reruns, that syndication money. <laughs> hey, you know, making it do what it do. So, uh, yo, Cody's good. WWE announces the May Young Classic. This women's tournament has been rumored for, I don't know, a good chunk of the year, like eight months, maybe. Yeah, I think eight months since uh, the Cruiserweight Classic last year. A women's tournament was rumored in the works. Triple H announced it. It's now called the May Young Classic. It will be taped at full sale because where else are they going to tape it? Uh, two dates from taping, and they got they got a whole bunch of international ladies. Once we get more and more rosters, we're not gonna go like who's been signed up for the tournament yet. But what's interesting is uh, if y'all remember the Cruiserweight Classic, 
Um, they filmed it over two days, and but they released it over like a couple of weeks. I think it was like what four was it four weeks? I think it was four weeks. Uh, they released one episode at a time, and then the final was broadcast live from Full Sail. The rumor is now that they're gonna actually gonna do it Netflix style. So the um the first part of the tournament will be all put up on the network all in one go. So you can binge it. And then the end of the tournament, the finale, will be uh broadcast live. So I th- I think that's better. You know, I mean Netflix has taught us like, yo, just let people watch these pre recorded things whenever. And also like th- they're taped, right? So the spoilers are gonna hit the net. Just like put them all out there. Let people watch at their own uh, convenience. Ellis, what do you think about this uh this uh WWE's uh you know May Young Classic? What do you think about this? I mean, anything that really gives, you know, the women a chance to shine is a great thing uh in WWE. So, you know, I'm all for that. You know, everybody needs their chance. The Cruiserweight Classic was a hit, but you know, as always, the issue comes in what happens after the fact, you know, and how they choose to follow it up. And yeah. WWE has a terrible track record because the cruiserweight classic introduced you to the cruiserweights but then they kind of dropped the ball on them you know with what they've done on raw um and 205 live is okay i don't know how it's doing on the the network but you know it's okay i'm not gonna lie i haven't watched it in weeks not even weeks months i don't think it's mania (laughs) but why is it because there's nobody you actually care about perhaps i it's i mean a lot of that too uh, the wrestling isn't as inspired, you know, I'm pressed for time as well. There's a lot of wrestling to watch, a lot of non-wrestling to watch, a lot of video games to play, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff to do, right? And, you know, like, for half-assed characters in wrestling, um, for a show that is, like, eh, just musically real, it's like, you know, you don't want to invest in it. So, like, I've dropped off. If I've dropped off, I have no other people have dropped off watching 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I never watched 205 Live outside of when I was at the live event, but still. So, you know. So it's a good, you know, as long as it gives women a chance to shine, I'm all for it. It's going to expose them to some uh, different talent, national, international. So it could definitely work in WWE's favor if they can get some people, you know, give them a chance to kind of come in and, and build their rapport. I know they are poaching some people from, like, Star, uh, from Lucha Underground and New Japan. So some... Dope ladies wrestlers. Uh, if you haven't been watching, um, like Lucha Underground, the uh, Black Lotus Clan, oh, like yeah, some of those girls are coming over. So that's gonna be dope. Also, shout Lucha Underground was back tonight. Um, the temple is open once again. Uh, this is dope. So if you haven't caught up with Lucha Underground, remember the first two seasons are on Netflix. Season three is premiering. Well, premiered. Well, it's already out there. All right, just get it. It's on iTunes. Or wherever you get your wrestling from, it's not on. It's not on YouTube, but it is on iTunes. So, uh, Lucha Underground's out. That's dope. We got new Brock Lesnar dates. So he's showing up again. He's coming to work. He's coming to work. Uh, apparently, June twenty sixth, Raw taping in Los Angeles. Uh, Brock is going to come and uh, look at people. Paul Heyman is going to talk, and then he's going to walk to the back. You excited? Oh, hell yeah. Can't wait for my main man, Barack Lesnar, to get in there and start beating the crap out of these people. You know, stomping on faces. That's what he does. You know, taking his uh his injections so that he could be the, the, the beast he can be. 
you know, whether that's real or not, I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Y'all got fly. <laughs> <sighs> got that. Got it. Um yeah, he's he's coming back. It's his appearance, of course. He's coming to set up the, the next pay-per-view, the June 9th. The dumbest... Yeah, this is pretty dumb. Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. Like, who... Who? Who said, you know, this is a good idea? And, and I'm marking like, yeah, this is a pay-per-view name. called Great Balls of Fire. Like... If there's not an Inferno match on that pay-per-view, I'm going to be disappointed. If Fire is not involved in this pay-per-view, I'm going to be so highly disappointed. But, uh, yeah, uh, Brock is scheduled to uh, defend his championship at that pay-per-view. And we'll get into speculation later. But Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, he's saying that he's got, he's hearing that um, that actually no one who's going to win this upcoming uh, fatal five-way elimination match at the upcoming pay-per-view is going to actually be facing Brock at this pay-per-view. It's actually going to be Braun Strowman. Which uh, increases the time scale, because um, everyone figured that Strowman was gonna be Brock's opponent at SummerSlam. But it seems the plan is now that each one of the five guys from the elimination match is going to get their go at Brock Lesnar. So Finn, uh, Rollins, Joe, and Wyatt finally capping off with Roman Reigns winning at Mania. How you feel about that? I mean, it's business as usual. You know, they got to go through the motions. Brock has to, you know, just, he's a beast. You know what I mean? He got to just put in the work on these fools. Let them know that they're the chumps that they are. And then, you know, he has to do the business. He's he's making the big bucks on the part-time, uh, you know, he has the best part-time job in the business, making millions to come through, you know, and just show up for about 30 seconds, bounce around, let somebody else do the actual work of talking and building his match. And then walk off and sell some merch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it's Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, that's the dude to admire. He goes to work, doesn't have to interact with his coworkers, doesn't have to say a word. He just stands there for a few minutes, has cool theme music, and he cashes those checks. Brock Lesnar, you're my hero. I'm I'm pretty sure there's two things that every wrestling fan has done once in their life. That's either the Vince McMahon strut. Or the Brock Lesnar bounce. <laughs> oh, I'm, man. I'm telling you, that Brock Lesnar bounce, like, right before a, a heavy session of lovemaking. Just, yo, just yeah. hit the door. Just hit the door. Don't even kick open the door. Come in, light the candles. Luther Vandross is playing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Top right on the bed. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, come in. Yeah. You come in and you do that Lesnar bounce, your lady knows she's in for it. You know, that's just what it is. You do that Lesnar bounce. She's like, she just knows in her mind, I'm finna get that work. Bam. We got more dates. This time, John Cena is returning. You would not believe it. It's the most obvious date possible for John Cena to return at, but John Cena is returning on the 4th of July. Okay. Beat up John Cena. Oh, come on, man. He's still on this? All right. 
I, I give you a theory. John Cena has secretly been low-key a dope wrestler since 2013. Well, that shit is super low-key. <laughs> Alright, think about it. Think of all his work since then and tell me he hasn't been in dope matches. 2013, he got squashed by Brock Lesnar. It's that not that. Sweat. It's that he's John Cena. I don't, yo, I think what it is now is, you know, he's getting that uh, boo out of respect. It's the whole you suck chant. But, you know, it's now like, John Cena sucks. Because he's put on dope matches. I, I mean, Randy Orton failing for the last, like, eight months has kind of had me re-examine some things. But it's not, was, it's not his matches. It's his personality. Yeah, it's, it's, it's everything That's else around That's the thing, it's, it's you like, know. He, he gives those stiff-ass matches with his short-ass arms. <laughs> but, you know, it's just his bland, milky-toast personality. That's the thing. Where it's like, I just don't like, like, I don't believe you, John Cena, when you say so. And so you want to see, like, he does his job because you want to see him get his teeth kicked in. You know, and when he comes in talking all that super American Marine bullshit, like, you want somebody to kick his teeth down his throat. Like, so I can't wait for, you know, Jinder Mahal to, like, get his shot of stomping on his face. But, of course, Cena is probably going to end up taking a belt from Jinder, you know, which is whack. I don't know. I think they might do the money in the bank cash in. I think that might happen. But I do feel like, yo, Cena, Cena would sell for gender more so than like the Randy match. Because I mean, like the, the Brian match was dope. The Kevin Owens match was dope. Remember the match with Cesaro, Sami Zayn. Um, even the Rusev match was dope. Uh, the AJ Styles matches were dope. You know, I mean, like, just. Yeah, you're giving them way too many dope matches. Some of what those you, were, were okay, what you, what? not because of John Cena. <laughs> it's yo the cm punk match like on raw bust out a pound driver like you know i I've, yeah. i'm telling you we, we we struggle to find two randy order matches and i might even be one and a half yeah i mean you struggle to find that with a lot of the wrestlers these days on the roster so but uh yo continuing on the Cena tip man Carl Anderson is training his children the next generation <laughs> to beat up John Cena. He he deserves father of the year. On the strength of that alone. Father <laughs> of the year Carl Anderson. <laughs> Teach your kid beat up John Cena. <sighs> yo if if you if you want to talk about yo you got y'all got y'all got to be on Instagram man. Carl Anderson he's got his kids doing swanton bombs and frog splashes on on John Cena on John Cena toys. <laughs> so um Ella, is that time where we return to our favorite program <laughs> once oh, again jesus <laughs> another another week moment another week how does alberto el patron continue to make headlines what is up with this dude this, this man is legend Las Aventuras de Alberto El Patron y sus amigos. When we last left our hero, El Patron, he was actually being a hero and saving a boy's life from some nondescript danger, as his uh, fiance page was describing on the internet. But his actions were not rewarded as he got something stolen from his hotel room. But this week, 
uh, Patron stopped by Sports Illustrated, and he had a nice little interview, and he, you know, he spit some game, you know. Uh, the thing about Alberto is, like I said months ago, man, Alberto knows how game works. Remember when he first left the E? Um, you know, he left before his contract was up, and WWE contracts have a non-compete clause. And Alberto, because he's smart, lawyered up, pretty much argued, how in the hell can you tell me I can't work my profession when, like, you know, this should be illegal? Alberto lawyered up, boom, got like the non-compete clause stricken, was able to work. Alberto knows how game is, right? They don't want they don't want this man talking. They don't want this man talking, man. But what I find hilarious is uh, throughout the Sports Illustrated interview, he doesn't mention the WWE by name. How ridiculous is that? To try and pretend like an entire wrestling promotion with a TV deal and a large roster doesn't exist that, that would be the most absurd thing to do just try and pretend like the wrestling company doesn't exist but I he mean, doesn't mention the, the slam WWE bros would never do something like that. no we would we would never never <laughs> never it's ridiculous <laughs> i right, to give you some uh a few choice quotes from this interview this is pretty smart right sports illustrated asks all right you have wrestled across the world um is it a healthy for professional wrestling business to have one company in the wwe uh so much stronger than the others um, Patron answers, it's horrible for the business. You cannot blame that company. That company is doing what a company is supposed to do. Monopolize. Uh, get the best talent from everywhere and try and destroy the competition. You're smart. You cannot blame them. The problem is with the talent. Just going there to be on the promise of being on TV, but not even charging good money for your work. That's not good business. We are wrestlers need to remember that this is a business. We started because we love the business and we stay in it because we have a lot of passion for it. But you have to be rewarded for your work. I was there and saw some of the main guys, new top heels, new top baby faces, get paid nothing for their matches. The new talent joining NXT, they're taking pay cuts to work there. Sometimes 80% less. You need to be rewarded for your work in the business. This man's spitting game, yo. He's putting these young cats on 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 game. Build with this man. Get paid for your work, kids. I don't know. Alberto El Patron is always on set on that shit. Yo, he is. But you know, uh, apparently he's getting married in in July. Finally, you know, Alberto and Paige are like the friends on Facebook that keep uh, sending out like save the date cards and changing the title on like Facebook because they just can't figure out when the hell they're getting married. But um, he says that yo, he's he's not even be wrestling that long, man. He's got like. He's going to be doing some indie shows. He's got some projects outside of the business. He's got his Combat America. He's got a um a soap opera in Mexico that's like premiering in two months. You know what I'm saying? Man's got like multiple restaurants. He's getting married in July. <sighs> Alberto's getting paid one way or another. Yes. Happy married to the chick who fucked the, uh, <laughs> Xavier Woods. You know what they say, man. Video recorded. Check the SoundCloud. Avoid Dang. the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> well, it's hanging real low in the case of Paige. You know. Yo, don't bring... Yo, man, look. I ain't trying to get fake stabbed by Alberto, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Raw this week. It's the go-home show before a pay-per-view. Didn't even realize there was a pay-per-view going on. And it was kind of... All right, um... Show opened up with Miz doing a Miz TV segment, and I was like, "Oh, he's a little different." But then it kind of boiled down into like the Hardy Boys came out there, DNA Ambrose came out there, broke down into a match. Um, 
of course the Hardy Boys and the uh, Hardy Boys and the and Dean Ambrose went over. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro and the Miz. Sorry, a little opening, man. But so you you know your twenty minute segment, man. Um, what are, what are you thinking of these groups, man? They've at this point now like eight matches now. Is it eight? No, not even eight. One, two, th- like four matches. Like the Hardy Boys have gone over clean on Sheamus on Cesaro. So that means they got to be losing the belts on Sunday, right? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Hardy Boys. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. We'll get that. All right. Um, interesting. Interesting segment. The most interesting segment of the night. And, and I should say the reason why it's intri- is it was different. WWE normally doesn't do this, so it pops your. Uh, you're intrigued. You start asking questions immediately. But before they cut the commercial, you see Corey Graves looking at his cell phone, and he just uh, quickly takes off his headset and runs back uh, backstage and accuses himself from the desk. And everyone else is like, "All right, what's up with that?" We return from commercial. Corey Graves is talking to Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle's reading like, "Wow," and he's like, "Yo, if this gets out, this can ruin me. This will ruin my career as general manager." And Corey Graves like, "You know, I wanted to tell you this first before I got out there and Kurt's like where'd you get this information from Corey's like you know people tell me things because Corey's a journalist right so he put uh Kurt on game the thing is what could it be what could it be that we already don't know that could ruin Kurt Angle like is it that Jeff Jarrett took his wife I mean damn, damn. If, I lost, if I lost my wife to Jeff Jarrett I'd be a little you know, Damn. I'd be a little salty about that, right? But, you know, like, what what else could it be? Could it be that he disappeared for 10 years? Like, could it be what he was doing for those 10 years? Like, what was he doing? You know? Um, I'm not I'm not quite sure. But it's a very, it's a different angle. I like it. You know, it's like, this is actually a story. Something happened. We have questions. And it can go from somewhere. It's not just, like, two people talking about their feelings or how they're going to bash someone in the face with the kendo stick. Um, Seth Rollins is still, still putting Samoa Jay. He's still, he's still calling out the beast, man. Still talking that trash yeah. about Samoa Joe. Seth Rollins has not learned his lesson. Just stop saying Samoa Joe's name. Because an right. ass whooping soon follows it, yeah it's still fun it did happen this week but we know it's gonna happen on sunday uh we did have i guess the uh, elias sampson um defeated zach evans it was it was a jobber matches you know jobber matches are good it helped braun Strowman, and it's helping like elias sampson you know do drift whatever he's doing you know Whatever he's doing, it has helped him out. A little squash match. Uh, there was a triple threat between Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and Bray Wyatt. It was a nice little match. Nice little match. It was it was interesting. It, I'm trying to let me avoid saying interesting. It was fun watching uh, the two bigger dudes, Joe and Wyatt, kind of you know take turns beating up Balor. And there was a power dynamic of like who was trying to beat up who at the same time. So it really was painting like Joe. Um, as a monster, and, and Bray as a monster, and Finn as, you know, babyface who had to, you know, fight back against odds, because it, it, the visual, you see the dynamic between, like, Joe's a big guy, Bray's a big guy, Finn is just all muscle, he's all abs, no meat on him, you know, so, <laughs> 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 so, 
<laughs> so you know, like he's really he's really got to fight back, and I like showing you know Samoa Joe. That's my dude. You know, he won. He won by using his smarts, right? So uh, Finn hits the coup de gras on Bray. He's going for the the pin, but then Samoa Joe is like, "Nah, sight to hold this outside the ring." Pulls Balor off the pin, sneaks in for the cover himself. You gotta, you know, and I like that finish because it's like, all right, this is a, you know, it's a five way elimination match they're gonna be going to on Sunday. So it's showing that, you know, you could lose a pin out of nowhere, you know, so I like that. I like that finish. So I still wanna see a muscle buster though. I'm concerned. I know Joe hasn't had like a premiere match, so there's no like way, you know, like, if the muscle buster has been banned yet, but I'm like, man, like if, if AJ can do the styles class, like, and, and Joe's been doing the muscle buster for two years in NXT, like, yo, come on, don't take his signature move away from him. What's, uh, what's going on? Some nonsense happened in the purple ropes. Um, Rick Swan and Sasha Banks, they danced. That was cute. Uh, Titus O'Neil defeated Callisto with the worst roll up attempt ever. He got the tights, but it it looked bad. It just like that, I don't even that know affirmative what action roll up. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like, like like I like the dynamic between like Apollo and Titus because it's actually giving the two characters something to do, and you know Titus is he's stepping a little bit lighter, you know. No, but I mean they're trying to you know they actually have to work and try to earn those chicks. <laughs> you know, it creates a different dynamic. So I, I I like seeing Titus is getting back to that pre shove, that that pre shove Titus from like a year ago, you know, uh, when he's all free wild. So that that's good. Um, Alexa Bliss came out and tried to do her own version of "This Is Your Life" segment. Man, it was bad. It was bad. It was like I couldn't even follow along with some of her disses. Were just like I'm like, how is this a diss? It's actually pretty stupid. This, Ale- this is- Alexa, Bis- Alexa Bliss, what she was saying? Oh, man. It's like they brought out like Bailey's ex boyfriend, somebody, Phil, Phil something. And they had like Bailey's fourth grade teacher there. And, and like she was talking about, like, yo, we couldn't leave Bailey alone in the classroom because, you know, she would cry for her dad. And it's like, all right, this is, this, this doesn't work because so much of Bailey's character in the E and NXT has been about like her in school. So we kind of have that history and context of what she was like in school, and and that's not it. And then also like, you know, how many times have they done this? Is your life right? So they did the original one right, and then back in two thousand three, didn't they do it again? Like when the Rock was like the new Rock, and him and Foley were were teaming up for WrestleMania twenty. I think they did it again, and then they, I think they've they've got, they've tried to do it one more time. I mean, like this was just. This was, this, was, this was not a good... Alexa Bliss is pretty good on the mic when she gets to talk her stuff, but they gave her stuff today, and it just wasn't working. It was just like... Uh, it just, this, was, this was not good. Uh, yo, the Revival showed up, um, and they're like, yo, we saw you walking backstage. What were y'all doing here last week? And I'm like, yo, we work here. Why, why would we not be here? We're doing top guy things. You know, like, why would we not show up for work? What type of question is that? Are you a journalist? And like, well, Enzo got beat up, and no one knows who beat him up. It's like, well, we couldn't beat him up because, you know, Dash, he's got like his teeth wired up. But if we could, we would beat him up because we're the top guys. So it looks like um, Enzo, because I got no love for him. Y'all know that. 
uh, is getting his ass kicked in secret by the revival. And I just find this shit hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Big Cass is on the hunt, but he hasn't put two and two together yet. So um, I'm excited, man. Yo, Ella, are you excited to see Enzo getting these ass whoopings week after week? I mean, I actually enjoy Enzo more than you. <laughs> you know, because I don't, I don't like the fact that anything is trying to pose a greater threat to Enzo than the ropes. <laughs> like, you know, they trying to take the ring rope spot. I, I don't respect that revival. How y'all gonna just come in here and just try to step on the ring ropes? Long, you know, their lane is to beat up Enzo and cause him all kind of drama and issues and concerns. So uh, don't worry, he'll 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 probably knock himself out once he gets back in the ring eventually. You know this, those those ring ropes are tight, man. They're taut. You don't hit them right, and you get whiplash. Um, remember that one dude died in that match against Rey Mysterio because he hit the ropes too hard. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit! <laughs> All right, yo, Roman Reigns defeated Seth Rollins. It was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was really dope, actually. I was surprised. They no, actually was... put on a nice, nice, nice match. You know, they, they put on um his Seth Rollins, his V trigger knee. Uh whatever. It doesn't even have a name for his finish yet, but Roman countered the move, bounced off, and hit one of his patented spears for the win. Um the the V trigger knee is course kenny omega's name for it it's of course also a reference to street fighter 5 because you know of course kenny omega shout out to the cleaner kenny omega um uh but like yeah ron's eh, we'll see i mean it's all setting up for the the sunday match i don't so we'll find out man. that was raw it was it was raw it was it was raw if you ever watched a raw before it was raw like the nba has been killing raw in the ratings because no one's been watching raw because been watching the uh the playoffs and so, um, what we got? Thursday, game one. There's no wrestling anymore. So, you can watch basketball and enjoy yourself, you know. I uh, sure will. <laughs> Waiting for the Cavs to go and do it. Nobody so. believes in them, but mark my words, the Cavs going to take it again. All right. So, let's keep moving. Smackdown. Boom. Once again, opens up with the Kevin Owens repurposed highlight reel. <laughs> Jericho is gone still. How long has Jericho's been gone now? For like four weeks? Yep. And Kevin Owens is still throwing dirt on his name. <laughs> That's st- perfect. That's excellent heel work. Like he was like, he's like, look, Shinsuke Nakamura, the last person who came out of here and said that he was a rock star, I got rid of him. I ended his career early. So you better recognize. And I was like, oh, he's still. It's like this is hilarious. He stole the man's. He stole the man's Jeratron three thousand. He stole. One is a wrestler ever stole another wrestler's segment. No one's ever stole the Piper's Pit. No one's ever stole like the what was the what was um Edge's show called? Uh, rated. No. X-rated? No. X. The fuck? Uh, Cutting Edge? Cutting Edge. Yeah, the Cutting Edge. Uh, Christian had one. I forget what Christian's was called. Uh, Ms. Ms. TV. Like, no one's hijacked Ms. TV. Uh, well, no. AJ Styles. Not AJ Styles. Dean Ambrose hijacked Ms. TV one. Nah, he got, he got the Ambrose Asylum. Like, he... He didn't. He made it the Ambrose. He brought the plan out there and changed the graphics. But he didn't just straight up say, "Yo, this is Ms. TV featuring Ambrose." 
This is Kevin Owens stealing the highlight rope. That's a good point. They got the same font and everything. The same stupid TV is still out there. Okay, okay. You know, I rock with you. I'll let you make it. All right, so uh, this, of course, ended up in a brawl between uh, Sami Zayn, Nakamura, Baron Corbin, and Kevin Owens. They they fought. Um, uh, Corbin got hit with the the Bumbaye. Oh, excuse me. He's on a, uh, he's on a New Japan anymore. The Kinshasa. Um, we can't say Bumbaye on WWE TV because if the kids Google it and find out what it means, they'll be in trouble. Um, hope they don't Google Muhammad Ali either. Well, they probably should Google Muhammad Ali. All right. What? <laughs> now nah, I remember the Bumbaye Rumble in the Jumble. My, you know how you know. So that's uh, where Shinsuke got the name for the kick from. But they don't want to. They don't want to call it that because you know it translates pretty much like kill him. So, um, but it's a metaphorical killing, man. It'll be fine. Like Roman Reigns has a move called the drive by. What happens in drive bys? Like, come on. Um, Nakamura got the win. It's cool. Yo, New Day showed up. New Day showed up. But here's the thing: New Day's not as cool as the Trap House Usos right now. <laughs> like. They gotta rebuild somewhere. Like they gotta. I mean, they gotta. They gotta show up. I mean, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a fun feud. If SmackDown, we we know SmackDown's more loose than Raw. So New Day, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Biggie are gonna have more room to try some of their crazy things. Uh, but like, yo, the Trap House Usos, man, uh, they're coming. They're Ray and Ghostface. Like you, you're not gonna be able to like laugh on these dudes. Gonna come through, cut your throat like ragu, bro. Me ice cream. It's <laughs> So, like, <laughs> glaciers of ice. You know what I'm saying? Like, ice water. Like, ask Joe Budden about ice water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yo, yo, the Fashion Files were back. And and this was probably the best episode yet of the Fashion Files. As it was shot in black and white. Um, Brizongo, uh, uh, are, are still, still together. Um, they won a match against, uh, Epico and Primo, which is uh, which is pretty dope. I must say, um, Tyler Breeze is using the um, prettier as a finish, and I think that is the most appropriate thing ever, right? The pretty boy's finishing move is called the unprettier. And, of course, shout out to Captain Charisma Christian. But I just find this the most appropriate thing. And, um, you know, like, the his kick, I forgot what his kick was called. But, you know, um, the beauty kick... Uh, whatever, uh, whatever. You know, a lot of times it didn't look good all the time. Like when it when it looked good, it looked good. You know, but like you know, I'm pretty is a, is a legacy move, and thematically, I think it's appropriate. You know, pretty guys messing up your face, but like yo, Brizongo's <laughs> over. Like yo, people love their their crazy antics. You know, um, and JBL raised a good point during the match. Are water guns legal in a wrestling match? Is that not a foreign object? Is the water okay? Maybe if you threw the water gun and it hit the opponent, that would be it's a, illegal. It's, a, it's still a foreign object, but but the water in the gun, you get sprayed, you get spritzed because it's a water gun. You get spritzed with the water in your face. <laughs> also, yo, you're a wrestler. You're like Primo's like what 200, 180? How is your momentum stopped by getting sprayed in the face by water? They have those things at Bush Gardens to cool you down because it's hot. You're standing in line. 
<laughs> yeah, but, you know, if it's in your eyes, or I guess if it's enough, you could slip on it. But it's like, oh man, he got me. Yeah. So, uh, yo, referee, if the I guess if the referee let him wrestle, they let him wrestle, right? If the, re- if the refs gonna let him play, they're playing rough. Two minutes left in the game, they're gonna play, right? You know, two minutes left in the match, you let them spray some water guns. So, all right, uh, let's get it. Uh, the women's match didn't happen. The women just started beating each other up. Uh, Natty got power bombed through the announcer table. Shane McMahon lightly jogged to the ring. He just like he took his time. Like these women are beating the hell out of each other, and Shane McMahon just kind of like you know he did his dance up the top, did his hands to the left, to the right, lightly jogged to the ring. He's like, hey, this is great. We're gonna just have a mo- women's money in the bank match. You know, I mean, somebody has to pander <laughs> while Nick Foley Nick Foley's on the shelf. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, women's money in the bank match. First uh, women's money in the bank match ever. Ella, are you excited? Definitely. Definitely, definitely. I like the, again, I just like the women wrestlers getting a chance to shine. There's a lot of talent, particularly on the SmackDown roster right now. So, yeah, you know, let them get their money in the bank match on. I just hope it's not a crap fist. How has this not happened before? Like, they've because had multiple- it's WWE. <sighs> you remember when uh, Lita and Trish Stratus had those ladder matches and they were like on Raw for like 15, 17 minutes and it was like awesome? Like, yep. And then they, they just forgot, I guess for a while, they just forgot that ladies could wrestle. I mean, that was, uh, it's what they that? Do. Yo, Randy Orton uh, came out to the ring. Uh, I guess he he made time from uh, RKOing his stepchildren in the pool to uh, talk about his family and his legacy and blah 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 and how he's gonna uh, beat gender for his title back. And it's like, man, I'm sorry, guys. I was wrong about Randy Orton, man. This is this guy. You know, I don't. He's, he's got to do something, man. Maybe if he works with AJ Styles, you know, I'll, I'll change, man. But he's like, it's like the most talented guy to have very few good matches. I mean, there's the no most reason talented why. Talented guy though. I, I really. All right, remember really? when he first came? He was so athletic, and I'm I'm using athletic on a white guy, so it's not racist. All right, um, the height of his drop kick. How high he was coming off those ropes, his uh, his uh, his flying what is what's the, his flying crossbody was dope. Uh, RKO when he was really hitting it, uh, just looked cool. Is you know his his power his scoop power slam still looks good, man. But like, Rainy is a guy. He's he's big. He's tall. I mean, he looked like yo this guy should be having five star matches all the time. But like, I guess it's because I don't know the guy personally. I don't want to be in his business or anything. Always hate to assume. But maybe because everything was given to him, he feels like he doesn't have to work as hard to show it. Like, right? Like, Randy knows he's always going to be in the top spot. So he doesn't have to, like, put out, like, top spot effort. You know, that could be very true. And you might have finally cracked the, uh, the, the you know, sealed the deal on what, what the issue is with Randy Orton. He's just an entitled fucking brat. Second generation, a third generation wrestler. Wrestling brat. And that could be it entirely. So, got that. So, we'll see. Yo, shout out to gender. Respect to come up. Majorahaja. I don't, I'm not even saying it right. Maharaja. <laughs> <sighs> Look, res- respect hard body, man. He's up there. All right. Uh, so, what we got going on? Um, is that everything? I and think then we had Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles. Dolph Ziggler, uh, he got the pin. He did. Now, 
it was funny because he knocked AJ Styles off the ropes. AJ was going for the uh, the phenomenal forearm. He countered it by you know tangling him up in the ropes and then hit him with like a pretty good super kick for the for the win. I'm not mad at that. Ziggler needs a win, you know. Like if he's gonna be in the Money in the Bank match, like right now, like Ziggler's like the weakest guy in there, you know. So sometimes, um, you know, sometimes top tier characters get beat, you know. Like the resolution on the TV is not right, so you can't see, and you miss some frames, and so these scrubs come and they get the win on you. So it's uh But he beat him in the most appropriate way ever, crotching him. Got him. And the ropes, bro. We're telling you, these ropes, these wrestling ropes are dangerous, yo. Boom. That was SmackDown. Now we got Extreme Rules. Um, Yeah, Extreme Rules. Pay-per-view Sunday. Y'all didn't even know there was a pay-per-view, did y'all? <laughs> I don't even know. It's, it's probably the card's going to change. I don't know what the, the uh, pre-show's looking like. And they knowing the WWE, they'll probably add some stuff at the final hour, late hour. Uh, but we got Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship in a submissions match. <clears throat> I cannot believe this feud is still going on. We wanted this feud. Now I just want it over with. I want it over and done with. Uh, these guys have wrestled a variation of each other every week um, since before Mania. And now I don't even, I don't even know. Like, You see, this problem with the Cruiserweight division, right? There's more people in there. But... I'm going to say Austin Aries because it seems like if he didn't get it at Manny, he's got to get it now. And if he doesn't get it now, he's not getting that belt ever. Uh, I could rock with Aries getting the belt finally, but I like what Neville's been doing. You know, I, I just enjoy what Neville's <clears throat> been doing with the um, Cruiserweight division. So I prefer that it stay on Neville and then they have like a, a rubber match at SummerSlam and they got to continue this feud. But I wouldn't be mad about Aries kicking the belt right now. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know if I want the rubber match at SummerSlam. Like, at SummerSlam, it's got to be something new. They'd probably do the rubber match at 205 Live, and we wouldn't see it because, as you know, we don't watch that show. Um, <laughs> yo, so the uh, the Hardy Boys, yeah, the Hardy Boys versus uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, doot, doot, do, do, uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match in a cage match. So well, I guess they're the Hardy Men now. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's the Hardy Men, the Hardys. Um, shout out to King Maxwell. Um, yeah, so the Hardys won a, a match, and Matt got to decide the stipulation, and he chose a cage match. Um, which all right, I mean we know the the ladder matches are specialty, but I guess because the WrestleMania match was the ladder match, so I guess they don't want to just keep doing ladder matches. But I just I don't. I don't I don't know. Like, yeah, but you know, for something to be their specialty, how many times have they really won a ladder match? Because Edge and Christian always fucking won. Always won. So I, I didn't. Uh, Jericho and Benoit win one. Uh, yeah, like I, the Hardys have never won a ladder match. I don't think maybe once. I was like, it was. Like, I think it's the same thing with the Dudley Boys, right? Like Dudley Boys rarely won table matches because they always got distracted. Like, their greatest weapon was also their greatest distraction. It was always like Bubba going, Devon, get the tables. And then they would go get the tables and then get rolled up because they got distracted. So, um, But it's also like um, Chris Jericho created Money in the Bank and or is credited with creating Money in the Bank, and he's never won it. Yeah, he's never won that, man. Can't be. You won't win in your hometown, won't win in your specialty match um, unless you're Triple H or The Undertaker. So, 
All right. Works. Next up, we got Alexa Bliss versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, yo, Bailey, I can't even rock. I can't even rock with Bailey. Like logically, she's not a good person anymore. She's not. That's that's hashtag <laughs> hashtag not my Bailey. All right. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yo, Bailey was supposed to be a good person. Now she's out there starting fights, man. Like you know, I understand Alexa yep. is calling her name, jumping her with her, jumping people with her homegirl. Trying you to know what I'm saying? Like yeah, girl. like you know, I, I understand she's calling your names and whatnot, but like Bailey was like. She was like, nah, you know, I'm always going to take the high road and I'm going to beat you with skill and whatnot, you know? And now she's like jumping. She's so like, she's so sensitive, man. This new Bailey's all brand new. She's real sensitive. She can't take nothing, man. Like, man, Lex, she ain't got nothing. Look how small she is. Look how small she is. Just go, she's over there trying to kiss the ass of Nia Jax. Like, Bailey, just tell Nia Jax what's up. And then she'll take care of your Alexa problem. But nah, Bailey's over here trying to, you know, act brand new and. Like I'm gonna beat you with the pole and jump people and then get all sad face about it. Like I can't even like I don't even want to hug from you, Bailey. Like, get away from me. Y'all dirty. Like get out of here. So of course I gotta rock with Alexa. You know? Cause uh at least she's honest about her, like her you know, I mean she's dick. She'll be honest about it, you know? Bailey, I can't trust her. Anyway, I got Alexa Bliss rocking with the title. <laughs> Winnie <laughs> After your diatribe about <laughs> Bailey. The evilness of Bailey. <laughs> All right. Dean Ambrose versus The Miz for the Intercontinental uh, Championship. And it's a. The stipulation is if Dean Ambrose gets disqualified, then The Miz can win the championship. All right. So. What I guess the best way to predict what are the possible shenanigans that will happen in this match in the Miz's favor? I mean, the Miz is gonna lose because usually in those these kind of bait and switch matches where the champion can lose from a whatever disqualification, the champion maintain wins the, retains the belt. Now this is how Christian got his second world title. Like he won via disqualification. He pissed off Randy Orton and Randy Orton kicked him in the balls in front of the referee, and you know Christian got the belt. So, but, like, how does this match not, this is the, the easiest idea on the internet, and, like, every wrestling podcast, uh, uh, smart mark on the internet has suggested this idea that, like, um, Maurice immediately, as soon as the bell rings, run up and smaps uh, Miz in the face and kicks him in the balls. Right? Easy. Boom. Right? And he gets, he gets the belt. Like, that's the logically that's what we're thinking. WWE probably won't do that because it's too logical. So how does Miz try and get Dean Ambrose disqualified? But see, think- I don't I don't understand why. Like I would con- if I was a champ, I would constantly get DQ'd, like all the time because the championship doesn't change hands on a de- disqualification. It it doesn't. Um, well, Peter Rosberg was on Talking Smack the other week and. Um, they were trying to say like, oh, Kevin Owens, you're, you know, like your win isn't as strong because you didn't pin AJ clean. It would have been better if you'd pinned him clean. It's like, you know what? Like the rules of wrestling is the belt has to change hands via pin or submission. And outside of that, it's the winners to win. Like, because if it was a baby face that won like that, they would have done up like the Kanye shrug and they would be like, oh, well, he got the win. Ha ha ha. You know, so like, 
that's that's part of the reason why these, these characters kind of stink a little is because y'all don't y'all don't when the same thing happens you act like you know if a baby face did this then um you praise him but if a heel is the same thing you act like he's a he's a douche and it's like no like we learn like if this works this works get disqualified every night don't even, don't even get disqualified it'll just just walk count out just leave let the bell start and then leave ref's gonna count you won't have to you won't have to get kicked in the balls or anything <laughs> exactly <laughs> <sighs> Oh. Finally, we have the Extreme Rules Fatal Foot Five Way, Four Way, Five Way, Five Roman Reigns, Finn I Balor, think... Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, and Samoa Joe. This is uh, elimination match. So, who's <sighs> all right? So, as we the rumor is, so the. The winner of this match is supposed to go on and face um, Illa. I'll let you do the honors. Barack Lesnar. At uh, Great Balls of Fire. But as we discussed earlier, um, their speculation is going to be Braun Strowman at the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. So does Braun run out and just ruin the finish of this match? And there's no winner? Uh, those rumors are probably incorrect, unless there's a substitution like they prone to do, or they make him an added member of the match. So, um, but it's no we, real point to add Braun right now. I mean, let them have his match and then feed Braun to the beast later. So who are they? Who are they feeding first? Would it be Finn? Uh, all right, because Finn did have the the promo with Paul Hamer. I mean, this is this is going to be one of those things where it comes down to, like Samoa Joe is going to be the first to go. I know it sucks. Then I don't want to say it, so I'll just let you say it. Yeah. Then probably Seth Rollins is going to come down to Roman Bray Finn, um, and probably Bray going because I can see Finn Balor winning this. So it's going to come down to Roman versus Finn. And cause, uh, cause Paul Heyman did do the the thing with Finn Bray, and he's like, he's like, you're the only one who has the possibility of you know facing Brock Lesnar because you don't have fear in your eyes or whatever. Yet, uh, he said. So I can see, like originally when they said they said this, I thought, all right, they're gonna do Brock versus Finn, and then they'll do Brock versus Strowman, and then after that they might do Brock versus either Seth Rollins or Samoa Joe. And then Brock would go on his winter hibernation and then reappear for Mania and lose to Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns will be the most loved babyface champion of all time. Yeah, but no. He'd still be hated. Because it's Barack Lesnar. And people love him. They do. But he's, he's a great heel. So yeah, I easily see this going to Finn Balor. There's no need to give it to Roman Reigns, but it would be cool just to put it, just to piss off the audience and have it come down to uh, Reigns and Balor, and Finn Balor gets the win. I I do see how this match might play out. Is Smojo gets distracted trying to uh, kick Seth Rollins' ass because you know Seth Rollins <laughs> been, he's been talking that smack too long. So like 
uh, Joe kind of, you know, inadvertently cost himself the match. And then um, Bray Wyatt is in there. Uh, probably gets the sneak pin on Seth Rollins. So you have Bray, Roman, and Finn left. And then uh, Braun Strowman comes up. He shows up and he whoops Roman Reigns' ass again. Because remember, the last time we saw Strowman, it was Roman Reigns who got the jump on him. And so now uh, Strowman comes back, costs Roman this match, and we're left with uh, you know Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. And then, of course, it's, it's Balor. Whatever works. It sounds cool to me. So, we'll find out. We'll find out. It's wrestling. Vince McMahon can change his mind on a, on a drop of a dime, as we've seen multiple times. So, um, But, yeah, Sunday, uh, Extreme Rules, whatever you do. If you set up with friends, go watch a paper with friends. If you're at a bar, you know, you know, tip your servers or whatever. You know, do what you got to do. Enjoy yourself. Drive safe. You know what it is. Illa, where can people find you at? At IllaYC on the Twitters, at YCTheChamp on Instagram, or at Champ on Twitter, at ChaliAndTheChamp on Instagram. Holla at your mans, good people. Holla at your mans. Where can they find you, Bowman? Hey, uh, you can find me at Bowman12L on Twitter, at Bowman12L on Instagram. You can also find me on the Flex hashtag. Um, you can find me on fanbros.com. You can find me there. You can find me at, at slambrospod. Live tweeting most events. Sorry about this weekend or this past Tuesday. Um, circumstances outside of my control took me away from the wrestling world. So you catch us Monday, Tuesday nights. Um, yeah, we'll be good. Remember, uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Leave comments on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Leave comments on uh, on the Twitter. Like that helps people find the podcast. And also, you tell friends like, "Hey, man, this is these two black guys, and they talk about wrestling, man. And, and one's crazy, and he says he can swim, but he's black, so we don't believe him. And another dude made like rock him look foolish, so you know that's crazy. So yeah, you should check it out. Yo, respect to the God MC. <laughs> respect to the God MC. Um, but yeah. So, um, yo, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.